Hi, friends. Welcome to the Rock Your Joy podcast. I'm your host, Anya Rock, a woman, artist, entrepreneur, mom, and high-performance coach. I'm working on becoming the best version of myself and inspiring others to do the same. This is my invitation to you to be part of the collective shifting of consciousness. Let's choose love. Let's choose joy. And let's rock your joy one day at a time. Hi, friends. Welcome back. I'm excited to share that I'm launching a new mentorship program, a small group coaching designed for women ready to step out of overwhelm and thrive instead of just surviving. The Hot Mess Express might be funny in memes, but it is not in real life. 2020 has thrown us a lot of curveballs, but we still have the choice to show up in alignment and purpose and let go of overwhelm and frustration. So if you have personal and professional goals that you're balancing with the demands and desires of parenting, this is for you. As a high-performance coach, I am personally implementing these tools and strategies to reduce overwhelm, increase productivity, increase my focus, and ultimately increase my joy. And I want you to experience the difference this can make. Over the next six months, we'll work on clarity, energy, focus, courage, and influence, and so much more. These are all vital pieces to becoming the kind of woman you want to be in 2021. We'll do this in a community of women committed to moving the needle from good to great. And I'll share all my productivity and mindset hacks to help you increase vibrancy and joy. The link to learn more and apply is in the show notes. I've been reflecting myself on the energy of joy and how fragile it can feel to exclaim it in the midst of so many terrible things happening in our world. There is turmoil and anger and lots of uncertainty, but there is most certainly room for joy. Many of us, if we're honest, might long for a sort of normal, but then we'd be bypassing the lessons of the past four months. We worked so hard to find the gifts of this time. Now is not the moment to go back to sleep, but instead to reimagine how we want it to look, to carefully choose the pieces that we want to put together a new future. In my conversations with women over the last few months, one theme has emerged. While it's tempting to lump joy into the same bucket as happiness, what I hear over and over is that joy actually emerges from within the struggle. The two are so woven together, maybe they're even a necessary part of the other. We need struggle to find our joy. Holding the two things to be real and simultaneously true is a path to emotional freedom. I can need rest and time to reset and still be committed to ongoing social justice. I can be present in an engaged mother and have my own goals and dreams. Sometimes we find it hard to have both and to let both be true. But we are complex and vibrant humans and living in the full spectrum of our duality is a much more beautiful experience than denying one or the other. In the Book of Joy by Desmond Tutu and the Dalai Lama, the Archbishop says, quote, Joy is much bigger than happiness. While happiness is often seen as dependent on external circumstances, joy is not. End quote. So the question is how do we live with joy in the face of inevitable sorrow and suffering? Joy, as described by these two spiritual masters, is more a way of being than doing. It's not a simple answer, but a set of daily conscious decisions can lead us in that direction. Finding and expressing joy, I believe, is a revolutionary act, 
and the world needs us to collectively choose more joy. Even as we continue to push forward the necessary work of social justice, environmental activism, women's rights, and so much more. As a mother, some of my most intense moments of joy are connected to being with my kids. And they are simultaneously the ones who give me the most stress. I am most frustrated sometimes with those very beacons of joy. But because I'm committed to being present and available and guiding them on their journey of life with love, and I'm committed to my own personal needs, sometimes there is conflict and tension between those two. So how do I find more joy, become more joyful, live a life that is purposeful and filled with both the devotion of parenting and the fulfillment of work? There isn't one straight path, but I believe that choosing my thoughts and my actions and my habits daily and carefully leads me in that direction. My morning routine, which I shared last week, is vital to a conscious cultivation of joy is part of it. Meditation is the bedrock of that routine, and I still hear so many women tell me that they tried but can't. You feel frustrated that you can't settle and still your mind. You find yourself grappling with your thoughts and that prevent you from being a, quote, good meditator. But meditation is about getting intimate with that state of our mind, what we call in yoga the monkey mind. It's just wild by nature. So clearing out and being empty of thoughts, while a nice idea, is improbable, maybe not even the goal. Instead, it's training ourselves to sit through the storm, catching glimpses of stillness, and noticing where we access that stillness from. Some days I show up in my practice and I can drop right in. Other days I find myself fighting nearly the whole way, only to glimpse that stillness just as I'm beginning to wrap up. I use my breath and mantra as ways to focus my mind and start to distance my emotions from the stories that evolve out of my thoughts and observe. Some meditation teachers would say that that observation, that learning to witness, is the goal. We're training ourselves to stop jumping in with judgment after every story, swerving in this way and that way, following the emotions and the story that lead to another and another and another. Meditation is just one of the tools that I use and teach. But it's vital not just to how well I show up in my practice, on my mat or in my chair, but for the understanding it gives me when I'm off the mat, when I'm back with my kids, how it allows me to punctuate my day with more awareness. As someone who practices, and that is an important word, because practice describes the act of showing up over and over, not to achieve, but just for the devotion of being there. Someone who practices meditation, I'm hoping to have a better understanding of my mind and respond instead of react. I can hope to create a separation, a slow down from the time that I intake information, process it, and respond. Meditation is like a mini software update for our mind and body so we can operate with more clarity and efficiency, more love and awareness. By choosing to show up every day, not just in my morning practice, but in other small and powerful ways, like nourishing my body with good food, moving consciously, taking time for self-care, investing in coaches, I'm creating the kind of woman I want to be and cultivating the essence of joy 
so it permeates all the parts of my life. Friends, we are the designers of our experience. And even though it's in our nature to try to avoid struggle, and we may be feeling that now more than ever, the joy is found in our willingness to sit with it, find ways to move through it, glimpse the stillness, and ultimately allow it to crack us open and become who we are capable of being. So until next time, let's rock your joy one day at a time. If you love this podcast, and I so hope you did, please subscribe. That way you'll get real-time updates anytime I post a new episode. Feeling inspired and want to share the joy? Leave a review so others can find the podcast more easily. Want to hang out more with me? You can find me on the interwebs at www.anyarock.com. That's A-I-N-E-R-O-C-K. And I'm also on Instagram at Anya underscore healthy living. Till next time, rock your joy. This episode was produced by Dante32.